you ever clocked in anywhere before? No. Have you ever had a real job? No. Okay. Hello and welcome to season two of Lay Do You Remember This, a podcast where we look back on all the stories from Hollywood's best worst decade, the early 2000s. A time in history when America found out that with a trust fund, a sex tape, and a dream, you too could become a star. As always, I'm your host, Dara Lane, and today we'll be bringing you an episode about two pioneers who courageously ventured into the unknown waters of reality TV, the Lewis and Clark of the early aughts. With just printed off MapQuest directions and the juicy couture on their backs, plus the rest of their Louis Vuitton luggage and a whole production crew, they climbed into their RV and made the long journey to Arkansas to discover a new world of Walmarts and Sonic drive-ins. The ripples of this expedition are still felt to this day. Some say that if you stand in front of a kitson and close your eyes, you'll begin to hear the melody of their traveler's song being carried through the wind. Shh, listen. Yes, today we are talking about Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton and one of the first hit reality shows, The Simple Life. Our story begins around 1983. Singer Lionel Richie and his wife Brenda see a spunky toddler playing tambourine on stage at a Prince concert. After the show, he realized that this little girl was the daughter of a man who played in his band. Lionel and his wife were concerned that she was running around backstage at a concert instead of home in bed. A toddler at a Prince concert isn't good for anyone. It's certainly not good for the kid, and I'm sure nothing harsh is a vibe like a toddler watching you blow rails of cocaine while you listen to Raspberry Beret. Luckily, the couple took action and saved the child and the party when they offered to adopt Nicole. They enrolled her in nursery school, and the trajectory of Nicole's life was radically changed forever. And it was at the exclusive private school Buckley that she met a little blonde girl named Paris Hilton. You've been friends with Paris for how long now? Since I was two. Since you were two? Yeah. How did you guys meet? Um, Well, our parents are friends, and when you're in the same kind of social circle, like your kids all go to the same school, and she actually lived right down the street from me, so we had like the same um, piano teacher and tennis instructor Mm -hmm. and violin teacher. I mean, we had the same everything. Life seemed innocent enough, but trouble was just around the corner. When we come back, Nicole goes from rich to wild. Trouble was always following close behind Nicole and Paris from the very beginning. The stakes just got higher as they got older. Paris describes an incident in a Harper's Bazaar interview with Nicole from 2007 titled Partners in Crime. We were like sisters from the moment we met. Once when we were like 12 or 13 and we were in Vegas, we went on the strip with our friends from high school. We were walking around, we couldn't get a cab, so we saw some cops and asked, Hi, K, 
can we get a ride home? They said, how old are you? And we said, 18. My parents got a call saying, Paris and Nicole are out on the streets. Good God. If letting preteens hail cabs through Las Vegas isn't the number one way children get forced into sex trafficking, then it's gotta be number two. But I imagine if some middle-aged man-perv ever kidnapped Paris and Nicole straight out of the Circus Circus Casino, he'd probably kick them out before they even made it to Planet Hollywood. As Nicole mentions in the same Harper's interview, When we were little, our parents always wanted to separate us. And I remember, word for word, them saying, It's not that it's me, and it's not that it's her. It was the two of us together. Their raucous behavior didn't do any favors for parents or kidnappers, but it made them the perfect duo for a reality show. In 2003, Nicole Richie landed the gig of a lifetime. She was cast opposite her best friend Paris Hilton in Fox's reality show, The Simple Life. But what most people don't know is that her role was originally created for someone else. I heard that Paris and Nikki, her sister, were originally supposed to be cast as yes. the two girls who go to Arkansas. Yes, yes. So what happened? How did you get involved? They just had asked Nikki and Paris to do it. And Nikki, she's very reserved. She's, she was in college and she's just, she's not, she doesn't want her whole life out, out in public like that. Nikki's loss was Nicole's gain. But before Nicole could start filming The Simple Life, she had some other business to attend to. In February of 2003, Nicole got busted by the cops for heroin possession. A few days later, Lionel shipped Nicole off to rehab in Arizona. Ten days after rehab ended, Nicole, who was out on $10,000 bail, went off to Arkansas with Paris to film the show. Now, I don't know that rural Arkansas is the best place to send a person who just got out of rehab for a heroin problem, or maybe it is if you want someone to channel their heroin problem into a meth problem. Either way, Nicole seemed to stay busy enough to keep herself out of trouble. In season one of The Simple Life, Paris and Nicole stayed with the Lettings, a family with three generations living under one roof. During the 30 days they stayed there, the gals tried to abide by the rules set forth by the conservative family and take on odd jobs. Their first job in episode two was at a cow farm, which of course didn't turn out well. One of the basics to live in The Simple Life is keeping a job for more than one day. So Paris and Nicole will try this work thing again at a fast food joint called Sonic Burger. Hi, what's up? Welcome to Sonic. Give me a medium Mountain Dew and a medium Coke. Okay. What's up? What's up? You're hot. I know that. Okay, it's 237. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, bitch. Have a great day. This is fun. all this food for? Well, it's for the guys working. Really? Yeah. Hot guys? Yeah. Are they as handsome yeah. as you are? <laughs> Do you guys take baths together? Uh, no. Do you enjoy your meal? Really good. You've got beautiful eyes. Thank you. So I've been sweating and working hard all morning. I love that in a man. Really? I love a man who sweats. I sweat a lot. After that, Paris and Nicole spent the rest of the 30 days working, learning about how the other half lives, and terrorizing the locals. Finally, production ended, and it was time to go back to Los Angeles, where life wasn't very simple at all. When Nicole returned, she was shipped back to rehab per court order. 
this time at Cirque Lodge in Utah, where Mary-Kate Olsen would go in 2004, Lindsay Lohan in 2007, and Kirsten Dunst in 2008. Then, a week before The Simple Life was set to premiere in December, Paris's sex tape was leaked on the internet. Which is an extremely gross phrase, but also apropos for a sex tape. Before the show even aired, Paris was now a household name. The show became a huge hit, as Oprah explains in an interview with Nicole Richie in this next clip. Then, when the two of you became this, really, it really was, the word sensational is not an overused description. It was a sensation, like everywhere you went and people wanted you to come to their parties and the red carpets and things. What did you make of all that? Well, fame on some level has always been in my life. And so, you know, I do feel like I have an understanding of, of that. And, you know, my dad said to me, he said, you know, fame is fame and it's gonna go up and it's gonna go down. You're gonna get good reactions, bad reactions. That cannot be part of who you are. You have to let it live over here. Yeah. For season two of the show, Paris and Nicole did a road trip theme where they stayed with a variety of different families instead of just one. But while they filmed in March of 2004, disaster struck when Paris was injured riding a horse. The rest of filming season two and then season three went on without further incident. For the ladies, at least. In the latter season, they took various jobs as interns at different companies. One of the people they worked with had this to say about them. Paris and Nicole were bitches from hell. After their internship, my wife and I ran into the girls at Clifton Commons Movie Theater. Neither one could be bothered to come over and say hi. All I got from Nicole was a slight flip of her hand in our direction. But apparently she was too busy gabbing on her cell phone to spare a few moments with us. They weren't the only people who were no longer charmed by Paris and Nicole's antics. After season three aired, the show's ratings sharply declined. Fox ended up dumping the show and the E! Network picked it up for a season four. But before filming could begin, there were rumors of turmoil brewing between the friends. As far as anyone can tell, the fallout began in the beginning of the year in 2005. For months, tabloids speculated on the state of their relationship. They had been seen avoiding each other at events and restaurants. Bloggers theorized what could have been the reason. Of course, the most popular hypothetical story centered around when Paris hosted Saturday Night Live in February. It was said that while the episode aired, Nicole threw a screening party in Los Angeles, but instead of putting on the show, she played Paris's sex tape because she was jealous and wanted to take Paris down a peg. Nicole has always denied this rumor. Whether it happened or not, if I were Nicole, I would definitely be jealous. Nicole was the one with the comedic talents and timing. I'm sure the cast would have preferred Nicole as the host over Paris anyway. Here's a clip of Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph on Seth Meyers' show discussing the experience. This is a sketch that has a lot more historical significance than uh, we maybe thought at the time. Paris yeah. Hilton was hosting. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not a show people talk about a ton, but uh, <laughs> there we are. Uh, you, uh, the three of us. Uh, Don Jr., Ivanka, wow. Eric Trump. What that a is picture. So, that is so upsetting. That is a weird thing that wow. happened. Um, was that the week that you started the bet? I did have a bet, yeah. Um, the bet was... 
Can we talk about the bet? I mean, we might have to. We might edit it out, but let's tell the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, no one could really get Paris Hilton, our host, to engage in any personal conversations. We realized she hadn't asked any of us a personal question, and this one said, the first person she asks a personal question, I'll give 100 bucks. Yeah. Didn't ask one person. No. No, right? right? The whole week. I thought she did. No, she got close, and she asked Jody, is Maya Italian? <laughs> Other people have surmised that the real root of their feud was that Nicole was upset of Paris's use of the N-word. When this was brought up to Nicole during an interview with Howard Stern, Nicole denied that that was the reason. However, Paris is someone who is known to throw around that word. In 2007, a video of her saying it leaked. Of course, the ladies of The View discussed the scandal during their Hot Topics segment. I better. She's, but, uh, she's in more trouble? She's in trouble because there's a videotape that's all over the internet where she uses oh, yeah. both the um, N-word mm. and the uh, anti-gay oh, F-word. Really? Yes, and, no, and like I, sort I of very, you know, looking right into the camera, saying it. And, she says know. it was done years ago, but the, the, that the doesn't difference? help. I'm just saying. Well, she wasn't speaking in toddler twos, you know. She, it was, she was a grown woman with breasts, so... Uh, she has more, she has she more videos that emerge. Yeah, she's in What does she do with all these videos? I don't know, and somebody... Ultimately, the real reason for the feud was never revealed. Though, in April of 2005, Paris did say to the press that, quote, Nicole knows what she did. Either way, they had a problem on their hands. They were supposed to start filming season four of The Simple Life, but they refused to film together. Paris started angling for Kimberly Stewart, Rod Stewart's daughter, to replace Nicole in the show. That was never gonna happen though, because production knew that the show really revolved around Nicole. Sure, people came for Paris, but Nicole was the one making good TV while Paris giggled at her antics. I don't know Kimberly Stewart, but I'm going to take a giant leap here and say I have a pretty good feeling that she's not funny. But if you want to imagine what that version of the show would sound like, here's a video of Paris and Kimberly doing an interview on the red carpet for an event. Are you a navigation user? Yeah. I am. I am. Mm -hmm. I would die without it. Who yeah. wants to use a map? That's so lame. Maps are too confusing. Maps are 80s. Okay, so I need you to set the record straight. Are you guys doing a show together or not? We can't talk about it. We can't it talk right about it. All I can no. say is it's going to be hotter than ever. Secret, secret. Paris, you can hate Nicole all you want, but what the hell were we going to do with that? If you're going to make a TV show, at least one of the stars has to speak in complete sentences. Luckily, Paris didn't get her way, and she and Nicole filmed the fourth season separately. I think they should have sucked it up and given us a season of them insulting each other face to face. Up until then, they had really only fired shots through the press and their... art. Nicole wrote a fictional novel based on her life. In it, there's a character based off Paris named Simone, who is, quote, famous for being famous. The narrator explains that everything about Simone is fake, from her fortune to her breasts, her nose, and the color of her eyes. Her voice had that somnambulant quality, half Stepford and half Valium. The dial tone had more personality. Ooh, Henny, did you fall asleep in the tanning bed because that baby girl is a burn? Side note, should I start a book club? Should our first pick be The Truth About Diamonds? I've always wanted to start a book club like Oprah. I want to be your early 2000s tacky white Oprah. Like how DJ James Kennedy is tacky white Kanye. 
If you're on board, go to my Instagram, like, do you remember this? And like, I don't know, comment or something. And side note, as a retaliation, Paris put out a song called Jealousy about Nicole, which by the way, is one of my favorite songs of the early 2000s. It is a true bop, and I think we should get it charting again. Oh, Hernie. Did the universe lock you and your friend in a tanning bed because you cheated fate's natural order of earthly departure and then you slowly and painfully baked to death encased in a tomb of UVA lights? Because that is a mega burn. But by the filming of season four, tensions had simmered and in the last episode, they appeared in a cliffhanger scene together. At the beginning of season five, they started things off like this. Thank you. I know you love your sunglasses. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. That's such good taste. I know. So weird, like, seeing you and talking to you, because we've seen each other all the time, and we just ignore each other. I know. (laughs) I don't even know why we're fighting. I think it's just the tabloids and... I just want to let you know half the things that the tabloids said that I said were not true. You know, all that stuff that it it was not true. It was all built up to be, like, a thing. Can you believe that? So stupid. I know. That'll be fun. I know. Me too. I love you. Love you. Love you, Belle. Love yourself. Despite coming together in season five, the show had lost a lot of its magic and it was canceled. To this day, Paris and Nicole are still friends, though maybe not quite BFFs. I was actually calling to ask, when was the last time you texted or talked to Paris Hilton or a Lindsay Lohan? So which one? Because there are different answers. Oh, okay. Well, how about both? Uh, Well, Paris is somebody that's been in my life since day one. So I haven't spoken to her in a while, technically, but... If you really want to get into it, my view of a friendship is somebody that you don't necessarily have to talk to every day. It's somebody that you can call when you need them and they're just going to be there. And so, you know, time of whether I've spoken to somebody is really, it doesn't really matter in my opinion. An an idea of a true friend is somebody that's going to be there with you through and through. So to answer, the, the, the short answer is I haven't spoken to her in a while, but we are very good friends and I love her and love her family and have a lot of respect for her. Very good. What about Lohan? Haven't spoken to her in a while. Uh, <laughs> and uh... Now especially, I can't see how Paris and Nicole would be able to maintain a more active friendship. If they didn't have much in common before, they really don't have anything binding them now. Nicole is married with kids and managed to transition to a career in acting where she's actually very talented. Funny enough, She ended up on a TV show called Great News, created by Tina Fey, who once had many unkind things to say about Paris Hilton after her appearance on SNL. At the time Paris hosted, Tina was head writer. Why is she a nightmare, specifically at Saturday Night Live? Well, she, you know, people never come in and say, like, I'm not doing that, or whatever. So she gave, this guy Jim Downey wrote this really, really funny sketch. Um, It was like, you know, 
supposed to be like Lauren just finding out that she had a sex tape and being like, oh, I, I didn't know about this. You can't host a show. I'm, we have standards here. And, also. Right. and she's like, I'm not doing it. And she's like, you know, wouldn't come out of her dressing room. Seven. Oh, so she locked herself in the dressing right, room. No, nobody does that stuff. You know? and, and also we would walk down the hall and you'd find like just like a nasty like wad of what looked like Barbie hair on the st- like on the stairs and be like this came off her head. What do you what, what do she you has, mean? Like, like she, she is, is she going bald? She has her hair is like a fraggle. Yeah. And like then she just has like a weave all the time, but she has like a cheap weave. Wow, that's shocking for a person with that much out. money. Uh, yeah, I mean, why would you lock yourself in a room on Saturday Night Live? It's a whole collaborative thing. If you're going to work yeah. with people, you, you can't lock to, it. Like goof around, yeah, it's, you know. Oh, and, that's a nightmare. Yeah, she went to like make fun of all the girls that she hates. She's like, I'm going to play Jessica Simpson because I hate her. In other words, she, <laughs> would she come to the writing meeting and say, hey, I want you to write a sketch about Jessica Simpson? Yeah, you should write a sketch where I play Jessica Simpson and she's fat. <laughs> you know what? You should have done a whole show of just her ideas. Yeah. It'd be great. Like, and up front, just say, listen, Paris Hilton wrote this whole fucking show. Meanwhile, Paris has largely remained in a state of arrested development and not the good kind like the show Arrested Development. She looks the same. She acts the same. She flies around DJing. She's still single despite a handful of engagements throughout her life. Nicole moved on. Paris was all alone. No Ethel to her Lucy. Or was Nicole Lucy? In my world, Nicole was Lucy. Either way, there was no one to Senesa with. Even Kimberly Stewart went off and had a baby with Benicio Del Toro. What was an heiress to do? Well, as rich people are wont to do with cars and wives, Paris just traded in Nicole for a newer, younger model. Her little sister, Sophia Ritchie. Now, Sophia, who is 20, pals around with Paris, 38. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Between Sophia dating Lord Disick and hanging out with Paris, it feels like she's a two-year-old Nicole toddling around backstage at a Prince concert. That's a little girl in danger. Nicole, do what your father did for you all those years ago and come collect Sophia. Take her home, put her to bed, and let the adults do their blow with people their own age. If you don't, I fear she's heading for anything but a simple life. Lay Do You Remember This is researched, written, narrated, and edited by me, Dara Lane. If you aren't already, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a rating and review. It really helps because of the algorithms and other some such things. You can follow updates on the pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And please, if you like the podcast, share it. Tell your friends. It's true what they say. It takes a village to make me famous. If you have any questions, comments, or show suggestions, please email this at gmail.com. So, you're invited to come back next week. We've got a table, and I've put you on the list for Lay Do You Remember This.
So 